Hello, friends. Welcome to the Lug Life Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Sherry. Sherry Beth, what episode is this? 55. It is 55, halfway to 110. And <laughs> I want to say, we had, this is really cool to me, because when we started the podcast, um, I didn't know, realistically, how long this would continue. Yeah, well, we we didn't have a super great track record. <laughs> no. What, three episodes of the last one, maybe. <laughs> um, and so I didn't know how long this was going to go. But even more than that, I didn't know how long people would listen. Yeah. Because it's one thing to be like, oh, this is cool and new and let's listen. And then, like, it kind of trails off. Those guys again? And that's honestly <laughs> kind of what I expected with the podcast with our numbers. That it would, you know, that we'd have good support at the beginning because our audience always supports us. They're just flipping amazing. Mm-hmm. But over time, that it would trail off. Right. However, it I was has, looking. It has not? It has not. I was looking oh. at some numbers. Earlier this month, we had our biggest week that we've ever had since we launched the podcast. Whoa. Crazy, right? That's cool. And so actually what we've seen is the exact opposite of what I expected, um, where actually we see it growing. And I just, I am so, so surprised at that. <laughs> um, this week we're talking about something that uh, we recently sat down to kind of do some brainstorming on future podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. We're like, what could we talk about? What would make a fun episode? Yep. And we had this idea and we thought, you know what? This would be a cool thing to talk about. Yeah. Sherry Beth, what are we talking about today? Advice we would give to our younger selves. This is something that a lot of people talk about. You know, it's like, oh, what would I tell myself if I was younger? And at first it could be kind of a, I don't know, almost like an empty question. Um, But the more we thought about it, the more we're like, oh, actually, we have some pretty significant things that I think we would tell ourselves. Yes, I think so. So we're just going to talk about that today. And Sherry, ladies first, if you had... If you had younger Sherry in front of you, you're sitting down probably, what, probably over a cup of coffee, right? Uh, I didn't really start drinking coffee until like college, actually. So the first thing you tell younger self, start drinking coffee. Start drinking coffee. You will change your life. (laughs) (laughs) So if you had younger Sherry across from you drinking whatever it was you drank, Mm -hmm. um, what would you tell that Sherry? Let's start with number one. Uh, Well, I'm going to start a little bit deep. Do it. Um... So really the first thing that came to mind, and it might just be in light of, you know, everything that's happened in the last year for me, um, but I think I would tell my younger self to hold on to um, the people in my life and the circumstances of my life and the dream of where I want my life to go with an open hand. Okay. Um, Because I think you know, looking at what my life looked like in high school and the people that I was surrounded by and my, what I really thought that my life path was, is really incredibly different than it is now. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think like, I'm really happy with my life the way that it is. But if you had told me 25 years ago that this is where I would be, um, I wouldn't have believed you. Specifically like what? Specifically in Alaska. Um, specifically not having children, Mm -hmm. um, working as basically like a bookkeeper, Uh um, not something I ever dreamed for myself. Um, and so I think, you know, I, in high school, I think that I had these, you know, these, these people in my life that will always, always, always be in my life and we will always be best friends. Um, which is not really the case. And, you know, I, I, in high school, I wanted to be an interior designer, and I wanted to work from home so that I could raise our children. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be married, and I wanted to, you know, which I am, so yay. 
Um, <laughs> but, it, it, is it official? It, well, I think so. Okay, I, I, didn't, so. I didn't know. I didn't know for sure. I just wanted to make sure. We'll, we'll check the paperwork. Okay. But, um, but you know, I, I just I feel like I had these dreams of like this is where my life is going to go, and it's really, really not, not there. Um, a lot of, a lot of my life changed after my car accident when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Health wise, my life changed a lot because of that, but also um, because of findings from that, like my EDS. Yep. Um, and then what ha- that has meant for me for the last 25 years and how that has really changed just the trajectory of my life um, is, you know, things that I wouldn't have known to look for, I guess. And so I think. And I think that that it's it's good advice for anybody kind of ever like your life can change in a, in a second, um, but I think especially for people in high school who are kind of trying to figure out where they want their life to go, um, and that's kind of where my my brain always goes like advice for your younger self. I kind of always go to like high school, high school age, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I just think I don't know like just hold it with an open hand because there is so much about your life that will change, and. I, I think that if, you know, I see people who try so hard to hold on to what they think their life should look like, that yeah. they, it prevents them from really actually living their life. Yep. Um, and, and I don't, I don't want that for anybody. I think, you know, life is going to throw you curveballs and life is going to change. Um, you're going to have really wonderful people come into your life and, you're going to have really wonderful people leave your life. And I think that you just need to kind of know that going into it. Like people are going to come and go. Circumstances are going to come and go. Your life is going to move on a path and you just need to move with it. And so as with, I think most high school, I think, I think I'm with you. When I think of this, I do think of, I tend to think of high school age. Because mm-hmm. before then it's like, there's so little of your life that you actually have control over when you're younger. You yep. know, you just sort of go where your parents go and you sort of do your thing. Um, but I feel like in high school is kind of when you're figuring out, you know, where you're going to go to college. Um, you know, who you're going to marry. Like, it's it's sort of, you know, you're, you're putting yourself onto this this path if you're going to marry. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. I think but that it. You're also in age in high school where you're starting to be okay taking advice. Yes. You know what I mean? Like a junior higher doesn't always, like an elementary school student doesn't always like necessarily, it's like, hey, sit down. I have some wisdom to impart. Some like, life advice for like, you at 10. Care. Nobody it's like, cares. bro, I'm trying to collect my Pokemons. <laughs> like, like, get away from me. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. I So I think that that's, I think that's really good advice. And I think it's advice that, boy, honestly, I don't think there's a person in the world who couldn't relate to, at least that in part. Right. You know, that. Something about life didn't go exactly as you had wanted it or expected it. And my choice in that is like, am I going to be derailed by that? Or am I going to be cynical or bitter at that? Or am I going to be thankful for the way things did turn out? Or am I going to hold on to my dream so hard that I ended up not living at all? Mm, That's a good one. Yeah. I think for me, when I think of high school, Adam, God, there's so many things I would say. First of all, it's like, (laughs) stop being stupid. Like, (laughs) I was such a bonehead in high school. But... Even just like trying to cast some vision for later. Um, I think for me, because this goes back to like my Enneagram 2-ness and wanting people to be okay with me. Um, it took me a while to find out my identity because it was so wrapped up in making sure other people were okay with me. 
And I would say, figure out who you are, like find out who you really are and the things that give you life. And then just do those things. Like don't be derailed by all of the other people because it's one of the things like, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, you cannot make everybody happy. You cannot please everyone. You make one decision, it pisses off 10 people and it makes 100 happy. It may, you know what I mean? Like right. you, you yep. can't, you just can't go through life that way. And so, so to me, just like encouraging myself to be less of a people pleaser and just really discover who you are and then be that person no matter what other people say or think. Yeah. It took me way too long to figure that out. Same. Um, you know, and yeah, exactly. And you and I have yeah. kind of been very much on that journey. I feel like it took me a little bit longer. Like I was 39 before I was just like, F this. Like well, <laughs> totally. And that one of the nice things, honestly, is that we've been able to figure that out together. Yeah. And in some ways be like, you know what? This is who we are. And if you don't like it, sucks. You like don't, You don't have to be part of our life. 100%. Like move, <laughs> like move on. And because we genuinely believe that, like we look at our life and we know that like we have an unbelievable community of people mm -hmm. not just like online people but like here in life with flesh on you know <laughs> yeah. like community of people here yeah we have people who love us people who know us and um and i just think i spent so long trying to appease the masses mm -hmm. that will never be appeased yes that i didn't ever find out who i really was and i just wish younger adam would have done that sooner yes and I feel like that kind of goes into like my next little piece of advice. Okay. Do the things you want to do. If you hmm. uh, dye that hair, uh, you know, get that piercing, get that tattoo. And you know what? Here's the thing. I know everybody's like, but those are permanent. Yeah. Not really. Not, not really. Our, our bodies are not permanent. Our bodies are temporary. We have them for 80 or 90 years and then they stop. If you're stop. lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah. Um, and... Hair, you can dye back. Piercings can close. Tattoos, yep. you can cover up. It yep. just, you know, it really doesn't matter. Um, and I, I don't know. I just feel like, and that's sort of something that I'm not with the hair so much because I've had it for like six years. But like, you know, piercings and tattoos and that kind of stuff is just sort of like, probably in the last year that I'm just like, why, what is, what am I waiting for? Like, these are things that I've wanted. This is things that I've been thinking about. Um kind of my whole life, you know, I have these ideas and I'm just like, oh, but, you know, like I can talk myself out of it, but why? Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, advice to my younger self would be do the thing. Do what you want to do. Dye your hair. Dye your hair. Get your piercings. Travel. Yeah. Experience a world outside of what you were raised in because mm. there is a whole big world out there that is extremely different from what you were raised in. And I think that it's... And, it, you know, I'm not saying I was raised in a bad place, but everybody has a different um, perspective from how they were raised. And I think that it's really healthy to get other people's, other cultures, other countries' perspectives. Um, I don't I don't think that that's ever going to be a bad thing. Oh, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that, I think that stepping out of your environment or your box um, makes you a better person more compassionate, more understanding, more empathetic person. Yep. Like as you see the perspective in the lives of other people, um, you, yeah, you become a better person. Right. I don't think that you can see a whole different culture and not be changed by it. No, I, I completely agree. And I think that, um, 
I think that's just really important to get out there and, and talk to different people, talk to people with different viewpoints than you, different religions, different everything, and get get their viewpoints. And I think that to kind of your first point, which was around like do the things, whether it's hairs or tattoos or piercings or whatever, mm-hmm. obviously you got your nose pierced this time, well, not this time last year, but getting Close, closer yeah. to that. Um because, you know, you had your health scare last year and it was kind of like, you know what, I'm going to stop putting off the things that I've always wanted to do. Like, I'm going to start living a little bit. Right. Yeah. But, like, you waited until you were that age. I waited until I was 39 years old. Right. And um, I think that's that's silly. Like, what, I mean, what was I waiting for? Yeah. That's a good that's a good question. Yeah. What was I waiting for? Right. Like, what would have made you get that done sooner or right. something? Um, I think back, just kind of tagging onto yours. I think back to a lot of, I don't want to say regrets, but there are things that it's like, man, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. And I think one of the goals in life is to like limit regret. Yes. Yes and no. Okay. Let me hear the no. Um, I think that there are things, I'm specifically thinking about your past because I know that there are things that you wish you had done differently, but I think that you wouldn't be where you are and who you are today without those things 100 percent agree with that and so for me it's i i will say i am genuinely happy with the person that i am today right um it i i, I just really am i think that i am a better version of myself today than i've been uh probably ever um a more true version of myself um i just i have stopped I stopped caring about <laughs> a lot of the stuff that isn't important. Right. And a lot of the just negative stuff that I gave energy to for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do understand that the person I am today is a result of the million decisions that I've made. Right. That being said, the reality is because, especially during high school years, like I made so many bad decisions mm-hmm. that it's just like you live your life with these memories that aren't always, well, not aren't always, that are never good or healthy. Yes. You know, especially yeah. with, especially with a past like I have, I think all the time it's like, man, it would be so much easier to like live somewhere else other than where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Because like everywhere in town there's memories of just lots of bad things. And so so that's what I mean when I say regrets. Um, I understand that they made me who I am and for that I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. But man, to walk through a life without those would be amazing. Yeah, I agree with that. That's, yeah. that's the thing. I wish there was a way to have both. Like be the person you are. But also not <laughs> not carry on the baggage from like a decade of stupidity. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that for me, my my next thing that I would tell myself. Um, so I, there are things that I didn't do um, that I wish I would have. And this kind of goes back a little bit to yours. Um, you know, my family moved to Alaska when I was three. Uh, I've been here ever since. Obviously, I've traveled a whole bunch, but there's a lot of things like, man, I wonder what it would be like to live somewhere else, or I wonder it would be like to, you know, take a summer or take a year and go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's all of those things that I would love to have had that experience. And the crazy thing is, is like, I completely could have, I just never did. And I think one of the reasons I never did is that this might, I don't know if this will make sense, is that I didn't really think you could. What I mean is that I felt like there had to be this, like, okay, now I'm in my 20s or now I'm approaching 30s and I have to be responsible or you have to, you know, it's like there's a pattern of life and it doesn't involve being irresponsible for a year. 
but it's like that's stupid it should involve that well and honestly that was sort of my train of thought at 21 when i moved up here yeah um and i feel like that was sort of a glimmer of my true personality which i do try to hide i think Mm -hmm. um in fear or in cautiousness or in whatever and i I think that me just being like, I'm moving to Alaska. The worst that's going to happen is I'm going to hate it and I'll move back. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, really, like, that was my thought. Like, I'm doing it. I'm moving to Alaska from Indiana. Totally. And, you know, I knew you and I knew your circle of friends. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Like, I didn't have a community to land on. You know, I didn't have anywhere to, like, land on my feet. I was just like, let's just make this work. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, I will move back. Yeah. Um, and it was sort of, you know, that throw caution to the wind kind of thing Mm -hmm. that I think, um, is really at the core, like kind of who I am, but I have built this wall in myself to be this very cautious, um, careful person. And, um, part of that is because I don't, I hate hurting other people's feelings. Like I feel other people's feelings very well. And I, um... And I, I don't want to hurt other people. And I saw what that did to my family for me just being like, peace, I'm moving to Alaska. And it it did. It caused a rift yep. that has never truly healed. Right. And so, I don't know. I think, you know, I, I, I feel like it's a fine line of like, just do it. and But also like, maybe, maybe think twice. I don't know. <laughs> like, well, to me, <laughs> to me, one of the things that you said, and this is what I was trying to get at with mine, is that... Now, at this point in life, I've adopted this thought, and this really helps me. When I, like, freak out about something, (laughs) one of the things I do is I tell myself, okay, worst possible scenario. Like, what's the worst possible outcome? It's right. I make this decision, and it ruins us financially, and we (laughs) lose our house, and we, like, this this is legitimately how my mind works. I'm like, okay, so let's say they, like, foreclose on our house. I'm like, well, we have friends right here in Anchorage who, in a second, would be like, bring all your stuff. You live with us now. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Would take us in. Like, we have a community would never let us be without. Mm-hmm. And when I think about the worst possible scenario, the worst possible outcome, in some ways, it takes away the power of fear in my decision. Right. Because I realize that even if this goes as bad as possible, we're still okay. Yeah. And I didn't do that when I was younger. And so I let that fear of the possible outcome uh, keep me from making decisions to do things that I wish I would have done. Yeah. Um, now, I think the reality is, is that you and I have done pretty good in, I was going to say, in our old age <laughs> that we are now Whoa. in our 40s. Sorry, Sherry. Whoa. Uh, about doing that kind of stuff now. Like, mm-hmm. we we do things and we live a life that, you know, isn't always the most responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it is the life that we want like that's what we want to do it's life we want to lead yeah but i do feel like we do still kind of walk that line oh, completely. of oh but we can't do this or this or this because it's so irresponsible and so we were talking a few days ago well maybe a couple of weeks ago now about what it, would it look like to go spend a month on a cruise ship like we uh-huh. were looking at a 30 it was like a 30 day or 20 some day cruise i think so yeah and we were like oh we could like we could go do that and we like we had the reality of like we could do that, but then and it was I like I have all, a job and I yeah, have a, you know <laughs> all of the what ifs played in. We have in. a mortgage and we have <laughs> completely. And so it's like it's like we have those moments where it's like let's go live on a cruise ship for a month. 
And then it's like, uh, uh, who's going to watch Missy? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like all of those, all of those things. And it is. She'll be fine on the street for a month. She's fine. She'll be totally fine. It was, in, <laughs> I think the cruise was in the summer anyway. She could forage for food. Sure, She'd be great. Sure. An eagle would probably get her. In Let's like, be, in like three seconds. She would, she would not last. Step outside. One whole minute. Instantly eaten by a bear. <laughs> like, like Missy. One paw outside. Instant bear watch. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that would be just advice to younger Adam is, um, don't necessarily be so cautious. Like don't let the power of like the what ifs in fear or the fear in what ifs Mm -hmm. keep you from doing things that you really wanted to do. Like I went to my, this is going to sound like the dumbest thing (laughs) growing up. I always like through high school, even through like my twenties, I've always wanted to go to like a big music festival, like Coachella, like uh, South by Southwest or Austin City Limits, that kind of thing. It wasn't until a few years ago that I finally went. Like, yeah. well past the age of the demographic of people who were showing up to these music festivals. Yeah. But I finally went. and I. Oh, rem- that was when you were gone on my 38th birthday? Yep. Well, you know what? I'm li- out there living my dream, Sherry. 30, Sorry. 38th. That's what this, I tried to say 30th, but no, that's 38th. What, that's what this podcast is no, all about, me living my dreams. <laughs> Sherry, you can't hold me back. You gotta let me run like the wild stallion I am, Sherry. <laughs> gotta let me gallop to music festivals. All right. <laughs> Next, I'm going to Burning Man. Oh, boy. No, I'm not. Um, (laughs) But I remember being at Austin City Limits and having the thought. I remember where I was on the field, actually, and having the thought that, like, that was something I had wanted for more than a decade to -hmm. do. Like, to have that experience and to go to something like that and experience that. Yet, for lots of different reasons, it, it didn't happen. Right. And so, yeah. Sherry Beth, mm-hmm. other advice. And it doesn't have to be serious advice. It could be like, <clears throat> I'll, I'll give you an example mm-hmm. of advice that doesn't have to be so deep. Uh-oh. Adam, don't get your eyebrow pierced. <laughs> Adam, stop wearing the visor with the frosted tips. <laughs> Adam, please, please stop doing those things. They're not very cool. <clears throat> Correct. Actually, here's the thing. At the time, they were pretty cool. At the cool. time, they were the height of coolness. And that's that's, <laughs> that's the thing. That's so sad, though, It's so sad. To say that. <laughs> um, it was a very short-lived time. Um, but I feel like there are still some people just holding on to that. And that's something they need to maybe let go of. That's the funny thing is when I see somebody now. <laughs> um, and it was funny because that was the time when I was I was a bouncer at a bar. Some of you guys know that story. Uh, I was a bouncer at a bar. I always wore visors. Had my frosted tips. Had my eyebrow ring. I'm not proud, you guys. <laughs> I'm not proud of this time in my life. I, that's what I would tell young Adam. You had your old clunker truck with the visor on the rear, rear, rear mirror. Here's the thing. I can't grow hair now. And I wasted my prime hair growing years with frosted, frosted tips. tips. Oh, that hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. Oh, I love so you those, so much. So those kind of things. Like it can be something lighter. What is a lighter thing that you would tell little Sherry or younger Sherry? Oh, man. Stop going to newsboys concerts. Stop going to newsboys concerts. Um, oof. You know, I don't. I don't know. Uh, this. I. My brain doesn't work on light. My brain works on deep. Do you have any more deep things? Actually, that's an interesting insight to you because that's really true. You do better with like deeper questions. Yeah. Than. Yeah, because I live deep in my head. Interesting. I don't have like the outer layer. Like everybody can just like bounce off. I'm, I don't have that. That's me though. That's where I live. That's that's where you live. Together, you and I have one fully functional brain. Right. (laughs) Like honestly, together, a real healthy. That's why we're so good together. A real well-oiled brain. It's true. Anything, anything deep you tell little Sherry? Oh no. Um, 
I don't think so. I, I think, I think just what I've said, like, do the thing, um, I don't know, be the person that you want to be, even mm. if it's weird, like press into that. Um, and there's a lot of things that especially, so I remember the first time, this is so funny, but, um, not the first time I got my hair cut, but like I, in high school, I had a crush on this boy. What? I did. Oh. Um, and. I hate him already. <laughs> he is my Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Uh, wow. And he, so I, um, I went in and I, I got my hair cut and I think that it had been like down kind of middle of my back, like pretty long. Okay. And I got it cut to like my shoulders. Oh, so big cut. It was a big cut. And I was just like, I'm so excited. I'm just, I'm doing it. I'm chopping the hairs. And he didn't like it. Oh. And it like crushed me. Oh. And I, since then, honestly, I've had a really hard time, like cutting my hair um i still do but like i how many times i'm like are you sure like oh. this is okay if i cut my hair you like, ask all the time and you know why it's because of that wow i didn't know this yes and i feel like there's all of those kinds of things that happen to me like in you know junior high high school that have caused me to kind of put this wall up and i wish that it hadn't i wish that i'd just been like it's my hair I don't care if you like it or not. I wanted to cut it. Mm -hmm. um, but like always wanting to be liked. Yeah. Wanting, you know, I, I. Especially by like a boy or person of the other sex. Right. Completely. Right. Uh, you know, somebody that you're crushing on. I like, I, there's so many things that I didn't do that I wanted to because I didn't, I didn't want to put myself into a weird light. Wow. And I, I think that that has held me back. Yeah. In, in like in life in general. So, well, I'm do the thing. Who cares if they're if they're going to not like you because you cut your hair? Screw them. Screw you, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> That's the takeaway. No, I, I actually I actually have one more. And mine is a little it's not necessarily heavier, um, but it's something that if you came up to me in high school and said, "Adam, a couple decades from now, you're going to say this." <laughs> I would have said, you are crazy. <laughs> Here's what it is. Uh -huh. I'd walk to myself and say, Adam, your mom is right. Listen to her. Whoa. So here's the thing. My mom, I love my mom. I really do believe that I have the best mom <laughs> in the history of moms. Um, just <laughs> she's like, pretty great. She's spectacular. Pretty fantastic. Um, but my mom is like this uh, love, peace, hippie flower child of the 60s who <laughs> never moved out of that mindset uh -huh. and to me it always was like mom that's not how the world works like that's a great t-shirt but that's not the reality of the world and as i've gotten older and it's funny because when my brother and i get together we talk about this we say this all the time it's like <laughs> can you believe that the older we get the more mom was right it's like, it's like are you kidding me dang it dang it but just her her mentality and her mindset around the approach to happiness and to joy and to like kindness has been it's just been so she was so right for so long and mm -hmm. i thought she was so crazy <laughs> and she was so right and you know what's interesting is that one of the things i thought in high school was that that was a really good mindset until life got hard or until things got rough or that's a good mindset until something goes wrong mm -hmm. The irony is, is that, and I don't know that we've talked about this on the podcast. We've talked about it some on the vlogs, 
So in my work leading the nonprofit, we work with we work with trafficking survivors, like literally the buying and selling of human beings for commercial sexual exploitation. Like, mm-hmm. in my opinion, one of the biggest injustices in the history of the world. Right. Uh, work and life for me is very dark and very heavy. And the irony is that the darker life gets, the more I see that my mom was right. It's mm-hmm. not the other. And I thought it would be the other way around. Right. I thought that it was like the more you like dive into the darkness, the more you'd be like, see, I told you humans sucked. Mm-hmm. But that's not been in at all. I found that what I need to balance the like darkness of the world that I live in is that light that she always talked about and that joy and that hope and that peace that she always talked about. And so I just, I can't believe it, but my mom freaking was right. Because in the midst of so much darkness, one little glimmer of light lights up everything. That's the thing is mm-hmm. that like I have to be able to pull myself out and so... I find myself all the time, like if we have a hard day at work or we have a new survivor that came in or we just have a really hard trafficking story, like I'll kind of need to taste, like step away, take a breath and like kind of recenter myself. Mm-hmm. And I'll think about things my mom said, you know, and I'll think about um, the importance of staying positive or looking for the positive in a really dark situation. Right. And sometimes the positive isn't always huge and glaring. Sometimes it's a little like shimmer of something, but being able to find that shimmer when things are really dark is really, really important. Yeah. And I would not know how to do that if my mom hadn't have basically not shut up about that <laughs> my whole life. Right. And so that's it. It's like, ah, she, crap, she was right. <laughs> I can't believe it. Mom was right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any any other words of wisdom? I don't think so. All of my other ones would just be specific situations. Like Sherry said, I had a especially high school, even a little bit younger than high school, up through early, early 20s. Just a a series of, like, unfortunate decisions. (laughs) Unfortunate decisions. That would be the the Adam Leg. A series of unfortunate decisions. Yes, Um, but again, I do think that they made you who you are today. So mm -hmm. it's hard to, like, regret those. Um, I am glad that they are mistakes that you learned from. Yeah, that's true. Not mistakes that you're living in. That's a good point. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Actually, that would be one more piece of advice I'd give myself. Learn from your mistakes. Well, just keep going. Yeah. You know that in the middle of a mistake, you can take on that decision as your identity. It's like, oh man, this is who I am now. Like, this is what I am. This is what I do. And it's like, that's not true. Like, you have the chance to be a better person. You have a chance to do better and to make better decisions. Mm -hmm. And don't let the mistakes you make and the decisions you make and the bad choices you make don't stop there and let those become your identity because you can be a better person. Yes, you can always. And that to you me You can was, be a better person tomorrow than you were today. Even now. Even now. 100%. You can make one tiny half a degree change. Do better. To do better. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just do better. So there you go, Sherry. What there do you go. think? Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. You didn't like coffee in high school? I didn't I like have, coffee. No, just, here's you know, the I thing. haven't been able to move past that ever since you said it. Here's the thing. We're gonna we're gonna dig into into little Sherry for a second here. Okay. We in high school there was a coffee shop called Common Grounds. Of course there was. Obviously. Hello Midwest. Exactly. It um, wasn't called Hebrews. <laughs> like that kind no. of thing. No. Jehovah J- Java. Oh, gosh. I no. can keep going. Anyway, I didn't like coffee. Huh. And I grew up with coffee in my house all of the time. Your mom's a coffee drinker. My mom is a coffee drinker. Yeah. And so there was always a pot on, like always. And um, I just, I loved the smell. 
but I did not like the taste of it. I just, I didn't like it. And so when we all hung out at Common Grounds, I would get a white chocolate steamer. Oh, okay. Almost exclusively. Sometimes peppermint if it was, you know, Christmas Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, But almost always like a white chocolate steamer. And I kind of kept that up even when I moved here. So in college. I do remember this. I would drink those. (laughs) It wasn't really even real coffee. Do you remember those little tins of flavored powder? Yeah, it was like, um, oh gosh, what would it call Like celestial something. Something like that. I don't remember. No, that was like a tea. But there was like a, I don't remember. But it was. Had a little plastic lid you'd peel off. Yep, yep. Um, So I drank that. It was like, it was a caffeinated hot chocolate. Let's be honest. Yes, that's what basically. It was. Yeah. Yes, very lightly caffeinated. Completely. But I also just basically lived on Dr. Pepper. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Dr. Pepper and M&M's. And, What's up, college? Right? Sometimes Mountain Dew, if I just wanted to kick. My gosh. I know. Um, so, I didn't really drink a lot of coffee. I, it wasn't real coffee in college. Um, and sort of in college, I got into, like, the U-Band because that's what I could afford Hello, poor college kid going to an extremely expensive Christian college. That may be the worst coffee in the history of coffee. I know, but it was like $3 for like 14 <laughs> gallons of coffee. Listen. You ban. <laughs> so I drank that, but it was also like very doctored with like every possible thing ever. Yeah. Um, because again, I didn't like the taste of coffee. I just needed the caffeine. Yeah. To stay awake for hours and hours and hours. So, um, but when I moved here, actually I was working at Curves mm-hmm. at... Uh, Russian Jack. Yep. And there Which was, is a part, that's like a neighborhood here in Anchorage. Yep, neighborhood here in Anchorage. And I, um, there was a little coffee shop that I would stop in at every morning and get my white chocolate steamer. Which, when you work at an exercise place and you get this thing that has like 8,000 calories in it, first of all, not great. Totally. But um, it was when I could still actually burn calories. And <laughs> so um, it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, but so the lady there that like ran her name was cheryl and she one day she was just like i could make you a white chocolate mocha which has coffee in it but it's still gonna taste pretty much the same and i was like uh but i don't really like coffee she's like let me just make you one and if you don't like it i'm not gonna make you pay for it and i was like "Ugh, fine and i was like oh my gosh this is the best thing ever in the history of ever cheryl changed your life cheryl changed my life and so i so i really went from like the white mochas I drank those for a long time, and then I realized how many calories were in, in that. And so I switched to lattes, like vanilla lattes, mm-hmm. and then now I just drink Americanos. I will say that has been one of – and also I know that we were way <laughs> off topic, you guys. It's our podcast. It doesn't matter. Right. We can talk um, about whatever we want to talk about. exactly right. <laughs> um, I remember when you switched to Americanos how shocked I was because you always liked the coffees that were syrup and flavor forward. So yeah. lots of sugar, lots of milk and cream, yep. little bit of coffee. Right. Mostly just for color. Splash of coffee. Like just for color, really. Right. So it's not just white. It was more, you know, just it had that tinge of brown. Exactly. So it's like, oh, <laughs> Drip I, can, of coffee. I can tell there's some coffee in there. <laughs> um, but then when we switched to Americanos because like calories, calories and, and carbs yeah. and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, but then it's like, even an Americano, you can load up with not healthy stuff. Right. But then you were just like, now your drink is like an Americano, sugar-free syrup. And like, a t- it's so funny because Sherry does like, she says a splash of cream or of milk. You guys, it is so funny because you could, would not be able to tell by looking at the color of her coffee that there is anything in there. It is the littlest tiny splash I've ever it's, seen. It's like a teaspoon of, of <laughs> milk, <clears throat> usually like a coconut milk or an almond milk. Yeah. Um, unsweetened because hello, no carbs. Yep. Um, 
I, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But thanks to Cheryl, she got me actually addicted to the actual coffees. You've come a long way from the white chocolate <laughs> steamer, white chocolate mocha, latte. Those little French coffee things, whatever they were. Oh I don't know. Gosh. They were terrible. All right, friends. <laughs> Rabbit trail done. <laughs> Maybe. For Maybe. Um, so here's what I want to know. We want you to head over to YouTube. We want you to search Leg Life Podcast there on the YouTubes <laughs> and uh, find this uh, find this topic, yep. this podcast, the advice to your younger self. And we want to hear from you in the comments. What advice would you give to your younger self? Yes. What also, ad- how do you like your coffee? <laughs> oh, geez. You know, we probably need to do just a coffee episode. Oh, gosh. We probably, probably. need to do a, a coffee episode. <laughs> Um, so yeah, what advice would you give to your younger self? Like, is there yep. something that's like, you know what? I really needed to hear this, or this was a message that I really needed to sink in. Yep. Uh, and it doesn't have to be deep. It can be the no. silly things, but we're, we're interested in the deep things too. It can be frosted tips and eyebrow rings. <laughs> Don't do it. Or, or, or it can be <laughs> deeper things. We just want to hear from you. We love, yep. we love, love, love when you guys interact over there. So friends, again, episode 55. 55. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again so much. Uh, like I mentioned earlier this month was our biggest podcast week we've ever had. Uh, it has just been growing, which is insane. Mm-hmm. And that only happens because of you guys. So thanks for the way that you support us, support our podcast. We love you. And we'll see you next week with episode 56 of the Leg Life Podcast. Bye. Bye.